What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, yes, I know, I know, there is one massive headline to talk about today, and of course, I will delve deeply into it. Um, yes, that is the Mookie Betts extension. Mookie Betts has agreed to an extension with the LA Dodgers. I know many of you can hear the disappointment in my voice because I think, you know, most of you, some of you, Many of you, I don't know, know that I am a Red Sox fan, and this definitely pains me to to uh, analyze. But yes, Mookie Betts signed a 12-year extension worth $365 million. His contract is going to include a massive $65 million signing bonus, and it's going to have a lot of deferred money, $115 million in deferrals. Uh, I mean, his salaries are backloaded so much so that he's only going to be making $17.5 million in 2021 and 2022. No opt-outs, and it has no no trade clause. So that is very interesting. This is something that snuck out last night that I think people didn't really catch on to. This is a very, very uh, savvy deal by the Dodgers because... With a $65 million signing bonus, you're giving Mookie, you know, so much of his money up front. Okay, that's going to help him to hedge against the risk of, you know, some market declines or, or something, maybe a lockout or whatever due to COVID, uh, due to the labor dispute that Major League Baseball is inevitably going to have after the 2021 season, things like that. So Mookie's getting $65 million out of the way and, you know, $17.5 million in salary in the next two years. But the Dodgers have deferred $115 million of it, knowing that, you know, that this will help them keep their their average, you know, their average, uh, you know, the bill, the, the the luxury tax bill, if you may, which I'll talk about in a moment. It'll keep it, things manageable because even if you just look at a straight AAV, I mean, a straight AAV on this deal, he's making right around $30, $30 million a year, right? You know, 12 years, 365 um he's making right around 30 million dollars a year so that's 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 not ridiculous right you know that's nothing crazy it's what you would expect him to get at least that much on the open market but what we need to talk about is why why did this happen in this way was it that Mookie Betts didn't enjoy his time in Boston. Some people are saying that. Is it that he didn't like playing in Boston? He wanted to get out because the Red Sox offered him 300, well, reportedly offered him $300 million over 10 years. And he turned that down because he wanted, oh, he he came back with a counter offer of 12 years, 420, which was not going to happen. Let me, let me give my take on the situation. So we can't, we, we can't, you know, do some kind of revisionist history here. I'm a Red Sox fan, so I'm pretty intimately aware of how, you know, this went down, you know, the negotiations and everything with Mookie over the past few years. So the Red Sox have been trying to extend Mookie, Mookie bets for multiple years. They, they tried doing it ever since, I think, 2016 or something like that, or 2015, 2016. You know, he had, a, he had a big year in 2016, a bit of a down year in 2017, you know, big year in 18 where he won the MVP. So the Red Sox were trying to do that. Obviously, back then, you know, the it was still really early in his career. And, um, you know, he turned down those offers because, you know, he knew he he was a good player up and coming. He was going to have a big year. He had 2018. And he wanted to get paid Mike Trout money. Um, and let me just get this out of the way. Mookie Betts is not Mike Trout. Nobody's Mike Trout. Um, anybody who, who thinks that, um, 
Mookie's close to Mike Trout just isn't isn't watching the game. Mike Trout is is the best baseball player um, of this generation, and he's the most talented overall player of all time. I mean, he's more consistent than anyone in the game. The thing about Mookie is that you know he's an elite player. He'll give you nine to ten WAR in a good year, but he's not consistently an eight or nine to ten WAR guy like Mike Trout. Mike Trout literally gives you eight WAR every single year. But Mookie might give you eight war and then, you know, he might have, by his standards, a down year. He might give you five war or something like that. You know, his bat is is somewhat inconsistent. I mean, his glove is very, is very consistent. He's an elite top of the line gold glover and then, and then some, you know, he's he's the best right fielder in baseball. But Mookie will give you, you know, give you 10 war, then he'll give you six war. Give you 10 war, then he'll give you six war. That's kind of how he's been so far. But, you know, Mike Trout is just going to give you, you know, he's going to give you eight plus war every single year. And even if his even if his season is cut short by injury, Mike Trout will give you eight plus war, you know, eight to 10. It's it's ridiculous. But anyway, what I want to say is, did the Red Sox cheap out here? What happened with the, the whole Boston thing? So, this is really just because the Red Sox had Dave Dombrowski, who was, you know, the president of baseball operations for, for a number of years, I think from 2015, uh, you know, from 2015, after he got fired with the, with the Tigers, 2015 until, you know, 20, 2019 is when they fired him. Yeah, they fired him last year. And in that time, he did bring a championship to Boston, but his his strategy is always, wherever he goes, he does the same thing. He completely depletes the farm system. He guts the farm system. He trades the best prospects, you know, for major league talent, which is good major league talent. We saw how he got Chris Sale. And then he hands out contracts, big time contracts to, he, he's a win now guy. You know, he's a win now guy. That's exactly what the Red Sox hired him to do. That's what they knew he, that was his MO. They knew that was the way he operated. They hired him to win now. And he did that. He brought a championship to Boston. So I don't want to really use all this revisionist history and try to say that, you know, hey, you know, in hindsight, what are the Red Sox doing? Because they knew what they were getting when they hired Dombrowski. And he brought them the 2018 World Series. But at the expense of, he did this at the expense of, you know, the Pablo Sandoval deal, you know, Hanley Ramirez deal, uh, you know, completely gutted the farm system. Now, the Red Sox, I think, not now, but I think if you go back a year ago, 18 months ago, they, they were ranked the last, the worst farm system in all of baseball. It's gotten better a little bit, but the Red Sox had the worst farm system in all of baseball when they were winning, you know, the World Series in 2018. Obviously, you know, guys like Yohan Moncada are not part of the organization anymore, guys like that. So th that's that's how they've brought Dombrowski work. That's how the Red Sox got into a position where they were faced with, okay, they try to extend Mookie. Mookie want, oh yeah, and let me even, let me make it clear that Mookie Betts was adamant in Boston. He kept saying, yeah, I'm not signing an extension. I intend to go to free agency. And whenever the media asked him about extension, he said, you know, you guys keep asking me the same question every time. I intend to go to free agency. Uh, you know, it's a business. This is what Mookie Betts literally said. So obviously everyone has their number. His number was 12 years, 420. Um, but that, the number he was asking for was Mike Trout money. No one in their right mind would give him 12 years, 420 as an extension. That just made absolutely no sense. Why would you pay him above his market, above his market value? Because as, as we see now, well, then again, COVID changes things. But his market value is not 12 years, 420. 
You know, he got 12 years, 365 from the LA Dodgers. I think Mookie's market value is is around, you know, $35 million a year. But for 12 years, I don't know about that. I, I don't think, I mean, a 12-year deal is, is, is insanely long. I don't think he's the kind of guy whose game will age up to 12 years. You know, the guys who are able to sustain, you know, a 10-plus year you know, contract and, and play the life of it are guys who who have raw power. I mean, historically, historically. I mean, you look at a guy like A-Rod, for example. Obviously, he, he used steroids, I guess. I mean, but, I mean, A-Rod's still, he's still a stud. I mean, even without, actually, who knows? But most of these deals, these decade-plus-long deals never end up going well. But with a guy like Mookie Betts, his, his game is predicated so much on speed and defense. And his power comes from, from, Bat speed. That's where Mookie gets his power from. Is he going to age like Andrew McCutcheon? That's what some people are concerned about. If he ages like Kutch, that's going to be a huge blow. That's going to be a huge blow. I mean, that's what some people are saying. If, I mean, Kutch was once, you know, Mookie Betts, you know, when, when Kutch won the MVP. But then, you know, he did not age very well. He he got a little slower, you know, lost in bat speed. And now Kutch is still a good player. He's still a good hitter and everything. But it's not, it's not the Pittsburgh Pirates... 2013 Kutch that we saw that was, you know, you know, taking baseball by storm. I mean, if you look at Kutch's numbers from 2011 through 2015, you, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. Very similar offensive numbers. And even with the gold glove, you know, those first couple of years uh, to what Mookie Betts put up. So we'll have to see. I mean, a 12 year deal is, is insane. But I mean, this is also the first long term deal the Dodgers have ever given out uh, under Andrew Friedman. But I think they structured this really well. This is going under the radar, but let's keep an eye on the fact that he does not have a no-trade clause. He does not have an opt-out. So I think this is the kind of deal that the Dodgers will happily wash their hands of after they've extracted um, you know, all the value from Mookie that they need. At an average annual value of $30 million a year, I think the, the Dodgers just got a very team-friendly deal. You pay Mookie $30 million a year for the next five six years get get the best years out of him and then you trade him then you trade him that's that's what you do that's exactly what's gonna happen i mean i i say this every single time people think i'm being a hater i said this when the red sox signed david price you know i i've i've said this so many times i said this for um for who, who am i someone who one of the guys who signed last year i think it's a machado i said this for then he's not gonna live the life of the contract out in in san diego these teams know what they're doing but then, yeah, to, to kind of address the whole idea that the Red Sox cheaped out on um, on Mookie Betts, they were in a position where they, they wanted to reset the luxury tax. The Red Sox were looking at a situation where, you know, um, well, I mean, Chris Sale obviously got Tommy John, but I guess he hadn't gotten it yet by the time we traded Mookie. But, you know, things weren't looking good with his health. They knew they were not in a, in a place to contend. I mean, even if the Red Sox had price and bets this year, they would not contend. I mean, they're, they're not going to be ahead of the Rays. They're not going to be ahead of the Yankees. So the Red Sox were in a situation where, okay, we have this guy on his contract. He has one more year with him. He has said that he will not sign an extension with us unless we pay him Mike Trout money. And it wouldn't make sense for the Red Sox to bid against him. So, so th their choice was either pay him Mike Trout money now or let him go to the open market. Th th those are the choices they made. And, and they let him... Well, they intended to let him go to the open market and get something back for him rather than letting him hit free agency and get nothing in return. So that's what they did. They're like, okay, well, we're going to throw out the idea of 
throw away the idea of paying him Mike Trout money because he's not Mike Trout. Okay, so our options are now trade him and get something in return or let him finish you know, the 2020 season with us and then lose him for nothing. Obviously, they decided to um, trade him and they got Alex Verdugo, who was really the, the centerpiece of that deal. Alex Verdugo and Jeter Downs, who are good players. So you have to look at it in a bit of a vacuum. You can't say, oh, the Red Sox gave away 12 years of Mookie Betts for uh, you know Alex Verdugo and Jeter Downs. No, they gave away one year of Mookie Betts for Alex, and Verdugo, Alex Verdugo and Jeter Downs. And keep in mind, Alex Verdugo is a good player. I mean, he's a guy who should be a plug-and-play, I mean, three to four win player every year. You know, that's, you know, that's fringe, fringe all-star. I mean, just outside uh, the, the all-star, you know, capabilities. He's a good player. Still young, too, 24 years old, just turned 24 in May. So, I mean, it's a bitter pill to swallow. I mean, obviously, for me, I would I would prefer to see Mookie in a Red Sox uniform, but I, I'm not going to ignore the realities of the business here. I mean, and it's not just about luxury tax. The Red Sox want to reset the luxury tax. Keep in mind that... The Dodgers are able to make this deal because they took care of their luxury tax implications. They got under that luxury tax, I think it was last year. And yeah, you're probably wondering, oh yeah, John Henry you know, owners can afford to, to pay that. Yes, they can. Absolutely, they can. But that's not the only penalty you get. You also lose draft capital. You know, if you do know that if you keep, if you keep uh, exceeding the luxury tax threshold, not only do you have to pay the bill, but you lose draft picks. You start to lose draft picks. And you know, it's like first round picks uh, and like sandwich picks. Why would you want to lose first round picks, you know, for per, for perpetuity? That's just not a good formula, especially for a team or franchise like Boston is trying to rebuild their farm system that was already gutted. You know, so a lot of people who aren't familiar with the Red Sox system are, are saying these, you know, are offering these criticisms. But I'm, I'm responding because I, I do have familiarity with the system. I know what the state of that of that franchise was, what that, what that farm system was. You can't just completely gut the farm system. What if Mookie gets hurt? You know, what if he has like a wrist injury that that saps all his power. Okay, so now you have him on a, on a fat contract and now you're losing draft picks in perpetuity. You can't rebuild your farm. So so what, what are you doing? You know, I'm saying if, if Mookie had stayed in Boston. So these are all things you have to take into consideration. It's not as simple as, oh yeah, just give him a blank check. No, it's it's, it's not. It's not. And anybody who says that that Mookie Betts deserves Mike Trout money, I, I'm, I'm just going to disagree with you. And obviously the Dodgers disagree with you too because, um, because they didn't give him Mike Trout money. <laughs> I mean, it's as simple as that. So that's that's what I have to say on it today. I mean, man, I, I could go on and on and on about this for a long time, but I'm going to spare you guys the rant. Today is opening day. I mean, opening night is tonight. We have baseball back. I mean, I, I slept like a baby. I, I was so happy to wake up today. This is the last time um, I went to bed, you know, without having watched a baseball game. That's going to be the last time it's going to happen for the next seven months. So I am extremely excited Um by the way, the Blue Jays are still nomadic. Um, even though I announced yesterday that you know they were going to be playing home games at PNC Park, it looks like that's not going to be the case anymore. The state of Pennsylvania denied that, so they're still looking for a home field. I don't know why they they would just go go down to Florida and play in their spring training ballpark. I mean, they really want to get in the major league facility, which makes sense. So they're gonna they're going to um, try to get that done if they can. So yes, I am. I'm going to sign off for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.